fellow adventurers. Welcome to a Nat One Life podcast series called Homebrew Heals. Here, my sister Amanda and I will talk about our different journeys we have taken or are still on to resolve our medical issues. From gut issues to skin issues, we have experienced a lot in our 30 years. We do not have any medical backgrounds, but feel we have rolled high enough in our investigation and health checks and want to share our experiences with you. So come along this journey with us and see what we discover together. Journey with us and start to guide your way through this net one life. All right. Zoink. Zoink. Yoink. Dupe. Pop, 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 you need to either be a announcer or you should be on the radio. Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, I miss my calling. Maybe I should have been a voice actor or a radio personality or right. wait for it. A podcaster. Holy shit. Imagine Nailed that. It. Nailed it. <laughs> and that's actually the perfect segue. We're talking about mindset. That's right. Um, it's kind of, we've been trickling on mindset for a while now, and I think it's really cool that we decided to just fucking talk about it. Because um, we've... Just dive deep. Let's, let's go deep. And you've studied mindset a little. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For school and then by yourself, which I thought was really cool. Um, adult learning, I think, is always awesome. Mm-hmm. And now I'm reading the book that you write about mindset. So by Carol Dweck, and we had talked about that in a couple of episodes ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but the quote that I actually picked out for us today is, I believe this is what she said. I believe that a big reason there is so much fear and stigma about mental health issues is because we immediately jump to mental illness and not mental wellness. Uh, yes, I a hundred percent agree. I read that and I was like, that fucking comment is so astute. Mm hmm. And it it, hits so close to home. Well, I can imagine. Because I I feel like we have such like a big push going on right now for mental health. But before, it was either you're normal or you had a mental health condition Mm -hmm. or illness. Mm -hmm. And that's not right. Right. But it's about a shift in thinking, too. Like, that mindset shift of, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's yeah, just, so... It kind of hit home with me because it's all... It is, it is a lot in how you approach and think about things. And not necessarily... It, it can be in any concept or yes. any manner it can be about big things it can be about small things your daily tasks really just everything yeah and I was reading something when I was doing research and obviously going through the book um about mindset from Carol Dweck that anxiety and depression well I I shouldn't say I read this specifically but I kind of made these correlations Mm -hmm. but like anxiety and depression can really be tied up in mindset because if you have a fixed mindset especially Mm -hmm. about 
yourself, then what you end up doing is just constantly trying to prove that you are that. Because with a fixed mindset, you're not open to any other possibilities other than I am, I don't know, lazy. Right. I so am... we're, Let me explain this. <laughs> yeah. So for people, uh, for our listeners who maybe have heard mindset or have never heard of mindset and you're just not sure what exactly we're talking about. So essentially, when you look up mindset, a lot of the times you're going to be seeing uh, this Dr. Carol Dweck. And she created, she wrote a whole book, and I myself have read through the book, and it was a, a good read. It really, it's one of those things that it is making you actively think about yourself. And so she explains that there's essentially two mindsets in this world. You either have a fixed mindset or you have a growth mindset. The people who have fixed mindsets, and also keep aware that people can be both because it can be dependent on the topic. Yeah, people are both, I would say. It's usually yes. very dependent upon the topic. And it yes. should be because you if having a fixed mindset isn't necessarily a bad thing. There are some things that you should right. have a fixed mindset on. Um, like murder, probably a fixed mindset. That you know? is bad. Right. That like people shouldn't do it. And so and the actual definition of the word mindset, I think, might help. Because I had to look it up. Because I was like, do I really understand what that is? Right. Mm -hmm. So your mindset is a collection of thought patterns and beliefs that shape your view of reality. So it's the story that you tell yourself about your identity and about the world around you. Mm -hmm. And when you're born, your mind is blank. Okay. We don't have thoughts as babies. We don't think in words like that kind of stuff. Right. Right. And so then as we have different experiences, we develop a mindset. So even now, like your brain's creating connections. So if I, I don't know, turn around and step on a nail, tomorrow when I turn around to get out of the same chair, I might it, do it differently because my mindset's now been changed a little bit about what's going to happen. Like my experience is shaping the world around me. Correct. Or I might have, um, yeah, I don't know. That was a very simple uh, example, but everybody's mindset and everybody's reality then is a little different if you think about it that way. Exactly. Like because people have experienced different things within their lifetime and because they not only experience, but they learn different mm -hmm. things and are taught different things. Therefore people are living in different types of reality like uh, we're all individual so mm. not only is like physically are there individual traits but mentally as well there's nobody who is walking in the exact same shoes as you are similar for sure but the exact same absolutely not mm -hmm. and so the one thing about mindset that I really fully enjoyed is the fact that not only is everybody a mixture of the fixed and growth mindset, but that you can change. Yeah. That you don't 
have to be a certain way your whole life. Like humans, as you were saying, come into this world with the only knowledge of what their bodies give them. Mm -hmm. You're hungry. You need to eat. You came out of your mother's womb. You now need to breathe. Like it is very much just survival Mm -hmm. at that point. So that means that everything else we're learning. And that means that there is room for error or for change. Right. And that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. And we're capable as humans of higher thinking. So we can actually think, (laughs) we can think about our thinking. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds, that might throw people for like a loop, but it's one thing that really distinguishes us from other animals and things like that is we, we can think about our thinking. We can change and rewire our brains. Yeah. To and actually rewire them, the tissues, the neurons, all yeah. of it. it and is, that's uh, pretty amazing. It's highly recommended that yeah. you do some deep thinking within your own thoughts that you, yeah. You start to get into, like, meditation mm-hmm. and whatnot. And for sure, that is definitely an option. But that's not necessarily even the point that we're coming to. It's just taking the time to kind of just like, okay, I just had this interaction with this person. It went one way. Were you expecting it to go that way? How could you have made it different? Mm -hmm. Does it change your perspective on a subject matter? And and just doing that and just exercising your brain and coming to, or not coming to, but realizing that there are so many different scenarios and so many different ways that you can approach one thing. Yeah. I mean, well, and it's it's kind of crazy to think about it like that, too. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I don't know. It, you can get lost deep, you know, deep in your thoughts. But I like the mm-hmm. reflecting on your day or in the morning. I do um, a journaling exercise and it's just like things like how can I be more creative today? You know? What what make a list of songs that make you happy, you know, and they're very guided because I. And this is this is definitely about mindset and maybe you can enlighten me, but when mm-hmm. I journal just from my thoughts, it tends to be really depressing. Like mm-hmm. I focus on everything that's wrong and like I'm not sure why in my mind that's like that's what a journal's for or something Mm-hmm. But then all of these like little journal books are like for minds like I have one that's supposed to help with anxiety. And what mm-hmm. it actually ends up being is a collection of different lists of things that make me calm. Nice. So when I am anxious, I have a book full of things that I've written down that make me calm and I can just go pull one of those up. And it like gives you different activities like ones like make a playlist for yourself of all the songs that make you calm or happy. And, you know, 
or it's like write down these songs and then it says like as a bonus thing go make a playlist and then now you have a playlist on your phone of these songs that bring you joy nice and so i don't know what do you think about that in terms of mindset like from a journaling i i think that's great i think that ultimately you when you start journaling you typically want to have the reason behind journaling there first. So like, why am I choosing to do this? What is the point of me doing this? And then if it's to, uh, if there is no point and it's like, well, other people are doing it or it was recommended, so I'm just going to try it. That's fine uh, by all means, but you may not experience what other people are experiencing when it comes to journaling. So when you actually have a purpose or a reason to go into your journal and write certain things down, then you should continue to act upon those. There is a reason why you are writing those lists, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just to write it down. You went in intentionally saying, okay, I know that these things are going to make me happy or that right. they already do. So then it's like, okay, great. Taking that a step further with a growth mindset, that means that when you're starting to feel anxious or uh, nervous or what have you, that maybe you should revert to your list. And Right. I have a tool. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. use that to your advantage. And same thing with um, maybe how you mentioned that your one journal comes off as depressing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. For some, that might be just like they have so much going on that you're just releasing it elsewhere. So it's not taking up constant space in your mind. Mm, just getting it out. Yeah. And that's another healthy Uh, avenue as well another healthy thing to do but it's also another perfect opportunity to really get to know yourself like go back through the journal do you see repeated tendencies or thoughts or is there something that has been bothering you or that has been causing depressive thoughts over and over it like maybe those need to be addressed well yeah but it's all like the same stuff like parenting's hard <laughs> yeah and it was i hate my job that's not long <laughs> no longer there so that but, resolved itself but that's the thing it resolved it got yeah. resolution was it in the way that you were anticipating <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. but you can now go back and see that was a problem, a continual problem, mm-hmm. and now it's not. It's not there. That's a good thing. Yeah. It is. They like, it's Oh yeah, no, I'm not I don't I don't disagree. It is fucking good. I okay. was actually talking about that the other day with Paul. I was like, man, I know I'm just driving around doing different things and running errands and all that shit, but I have never been uh happier in the last decade because I've had such a stressful job for so long. And so it was like almost like I forgot how to just be not corporate. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and it's one of those things where you don't even have to be like, oh, my life is so much better now or it's so it's perfect and I am like exactly. No, you can fully admit, yeah, this one good thing happened and it needed to happen. And secretly or not secretly, I am glad, but that doesn't mean that everything is exactly as it should, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things about having a growth mindset is realizing that more can be done. And I think that's one thing where it might be a, a little bit difficult for some people is because they don't want to put in the time or energy. Right. And so I was actually just about to say that because you have to be willing to do the work. Like it's yeah. not not work. It is work. It is. Like, it, and but I feel like it has been like once you do some of the work, you start to see the benefit. And so it almost mm-hmm. becomes more of a lifestyle option. Like I even look at our business development over the last four weeks versus the last six months and how you and I have even had a shift in our mindset about how we have to go about doing some things. Mm-hmm. And we've seen tremendous growth and improvement on some of our processes. Is it perfect? Fuck no. We have so much work to do. But we've I've seen such improvements that it's motivating me to do more. Right. And throughout... So that's where I think that mindset mental health connection comes for me. Sorry. Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, I forgot my point. And then I was like, she started talking. Okay. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. It just was like, thank you for listening to my TED Talk. <laughs> like... Yeah. Um, no, and and that's exactly right. So as you like read the mindset book by Carol Dweck, Mm -hmm. she, so the book is very much uh, a simple read because she is just providing a whole bunch of examples, real life examples. It's very experiential. Yeah. Yes. Of people approaching different situations, big or small, with either a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. The growth mindset, yeah, it can be hard because you have to work towards it. But the idea behind it is that you're working towards something good and something better. And it is going to improve your life overall. And maybe not even your life, but the lives of those around you. Mm-hmm. And, well, that's and, and they'll start to pick up on it too. Yeah. Especially as parents. If you start changing your approach to your mindset, be, it'll change how you communicate. Yeah. And so then, you know, it's like the parent, it's helicopter parenting versus like natural consequences almost, mm-hmm. you know, and like letting things not terrible things, but letting things happen and letting the kids have experiences and helping them through having a mindset of learning versus a fear, like letting fear control you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's contagious. And like even Paul like has shifted um, in communication a bit just because of different ways as I've been reading about mindset 
and the book that you have given me and everything. So um, now I remember when you were in school, you took a class and you had to learn about mindset, correct? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you had a breakthrough moment in that class and I can't remember what it was, but I remember you talking something about, this is a lot about sports, a lot about sports, but then you had this moment where that was when you knew you wanted to do more reading about mindset. Yes, there was two things within the book and within not even that book specifically, but like you were saying, it was a whole like subject within the class I was taking that Mm -hmm. we were discussing. And it was in regards to um, my future self. So meaning uh, (laughs) me working at the current job that I do versus what I actually want to do Mm -hmm. and also parenting. And I am very much somebody who uh, doesn't want to screw up their kid Mm -hmm. (laughs) mentally. Right. And so when it started talking about communication, I was all for it. Mm -hmm. I did not realize how large of an impact communication can have on the mental health of others. Yeah. And it's not so much like, obviously, abusive communication. That's obviously going to have a mental impact. But even the small things where you tell them no because of X, Y, and Z. That potentially is now stuck in their brain and it is now going to influence their future decisions. Mm-hmm. And if you did not explain it properly or in a growth mindset way, it could have adverse effects on them. Mm-hmm. But if you were to instead have more of like, instead of like saying no and then like, X, Y, and Z, but being like, hey, can you tell me why that might not be a good idea? Mm-hmm. So you've already indicated that as a parent, you don't think what they're doing is accurate, but you're giving them the chance to think on it themselves and to come to their own conclusions and decisions. And it's not only like to make sure as a parent, you understand what they're thinking. hmm which actually is very interesting seeing your child think and how they come to certain conclusions. But it also is preparing them for their future to realize, hey, think about this. Like how question it. Exactly. Question what's about to happen or what is happening. And even as a parent, they could explain and you'd be like, oh, mm hmm. I get it now. Like, that's not Uh, what I thought. (laughs) Right. I totally understand what you mean now. Uh, Yeah. Let me tell you why that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, Well, it's just, it's interesting from a parenting perspective because you're always trying to protect, right? Make Mm -hmm. sure that your kids are okay. Make sure they're safe. But you really are doing them a disservice by not letting them experience the world. Um. In terms of mindset and mental health, you know, but the world's a scary place. So it's definitely hard. And that's why I think 
when I was doing the reading about mindset and mental health specifically, just acknowledging and thinking about your thinking can actually mm-hmm. help alleviate depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. So not even doing anything else except for just thinking about it. I honestly think that's why uh, counselors and like potentially like psychologists or um, therapists. Mm-hmm. That's why I think counseling and therapy actually does work quite a bit for some people because you're just talking. You're you're talking mm-hmm. about what's on your mind and they're there to guide you through that process and to make you come to your own realizations or to help you understand that, hey, you have a fixed mindset in this matter and you don't have to. There's mm-hmm. other ways to approach this. Yeah, exactly. And that actually, when you do that, and if you approach your mindset studies in a specific way, because there is a science behind that too, that would be, you would be most successful in, you know, improving your mental health and all these things if you approach it in a specific way, because there are destructive thoughts that can come in for all of us. And you have to acknowledge those and Mm -hmm. push them away and figure out, you know, if you need to figure out where they came from, et cetera. So, yeah. um, But there's actual neurobiological changes in your brain that happen. And that's what you're talking about at the beginning of this is there's connections that can be reformed Mm-hmm. No longer what they were completely erased and reformed into a different connection. And if you approach mindset studies um, in that way, it can really improve your anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the brain is a so complex that we are still learning about it. But from what we're finding out, it's it's amazing. Like mm-hmm. it it will try to take care of itself if you give it the chance. You you have to help it along. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then one thing that I, when I was reading, you know, I came across some different blogs and stuff. And one of the things that kept, keep popping out was mindset really comes back to with mental health specifically. When there's a common thought around mental health and mental illness about being fixed. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to fix myself. I just need to fix myself. I just need to cure my depression. Um, And instead of thinking about all I always, all I have to do is fix myself because that's actually a fixed mindset. You're telling Mm -hmm. yourself over and over again that you're broken. Yep. And realizing that the point isn't to be fixed, but the point is maybe just to feel better incrementally every day, or the point is to acknowledge how I'm feeling. Yes. As opposed to, I feel like putting a parameter that I already feel this way. And, and so it was interesting because that came up several times. And the reason like, behind that is because once you have like a fixed mindset and if you're thinking oh feeling depressed again today that's it is what it is I'm just 
you know, this is just the way it is, or I'm just a broken person, so on and so forth. You aren't giving yourself the chance to get better. Mm -hmm. You're just, it's almost like you're settling. You're like, this is the way it is. This is the way it has been. Um, Either you feel as if there is nothing that can be done or you don't feel as if you're able to do anything. And for some people, there truly is like a chemical imbalance. Yeah. And that may require like an extra step where you have to take a medication because you you're you're not uh producing the correct things in your mind or you're overproducing right so so for that it's we're not saying that just thinking on your thoughts is going to fix that by any means but not only is it going to maybe help you take that next step in order to get those things that you need, but it's also just going to start reducing other levels like of anxiety or Mm -hmm. it might not completely eradicate the depression, but it could lessen it. Right. So that way you might have the okay days instead of the extreme depressive days. Yeah. Exactly. Interesting. Hmm. But what I, else, anything else about mindset for you? I personally am just, it truly, like, as you mentioned, ever since that class, I have now, like, have always tried to keep a, a growth mindset. I try to approach multiple situations throughout every day. With, okay, am I doing this in the best way? Like, let's think about this for a quick second. Should I be? And it could be something as simple as freaking laundry. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be big ticket things. So I, I highly suggest people to really just not necessarily to read the book. I do suggest reading the book just to see if you get any aha moments like I did, but just like you take that time, maybe to journal or Mm -hmm. take that time to meditate or just give yourself five minutes to think about your own thoughts. Yeah. Really reflect, reflect, reflect on yourself. Isn't there a saying like you reflect and then react or something like that? That's a child's thing. Yeah. First reflect, then react. Reflect and respond. Mm. It's a whole thing. I remember uh, learning it as a kid because they were trying to teach us kids don't react impulsively. Mm. To first think about your decision that you're like – not hitting somebody like critical thinking skills yes yeah interesting i remember dare oh i remember dare too mm-hmm. yes and songs it's not my aptitude it's my attitude <laughs> that determines my altitude <laughs> that's right that's awesome. be real cool stay in school anyway <clears throat> yeah they tried real hard 
Um, <laughs> wow. Man. Elementary school is not the same as it was. No, and yeah, so for mindset, I definitely think taking that time. Meditating, I think, is great. Even if it's like a sleep meditation type app thing, it takes a couple minutes to maybe reflect on your day. Um, you know, anything like that, just to really think about your thinking. Yeah. Think about it, the choices you made. Why did you make those choices? And it might be uncomfortable at first, but yeah. repetition, you'll get used to it. It uh, can, if you want it to be, can become just another daily task like you're saying as you're falling asleep it's a perfect time Mm -hmm. I will say sometimes you can get deep so it does get uncomfortable on occasion anyway that's like fuck now I gotta get my shit together and so you know (laughs) it honestly well I mean you can choose not to but I know that my anxiety will continue to get out of control if I don't you know so it's really just reflecting on your behavior why am I doing the things I'm doing and that's uncomfortable to think about and why is it causing anxiety and should it right. be causing that much much anxiety and right. all of it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think worrying about things that are out of my control. Why am oh. I worrying about those things? Always. Yeah, me too. <laughs> but that's why, you know, I have generalized anxiety disorder. Yep. That's like the definition of that. So, <sighs> all right, cool. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Pursuing Your Patronus and that it made you think a little bit about mental health and pursuing your own happiness and finding your ultimate Patronus. Make sure to stick with us here and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all those social media sites. And if you're enjoying your Pursuing Your Patronus podcast with us, you may also want to think about checking out our Loot the Booty series and also where we nerd out on YouTube. Expecto Patronum!